Hey, math fans, Jason Marshall, Math Dude here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. If you've watched or read any news this past week, you've probably noticed that physicists around the world are very excited over something called the Higgs boson. And in all likelihood, you were told that you should get excited about it too. But why exactly should you care? And what does this discovery actually mean? If you're looking for a quick and dirty primer on all things Higgs, look no further. Today, we're going to talk about the background behind the Higgs hubbub, and then next week, we'll follow that up with a look at what the term statistical significance means, and we'll see why this mathematical idea has led physicists to confidently state that they've finally found what they've been looking for. Since this is the math dude, it should come as no surprise that our discussion of the Higgs boson over the next few weeks will be geared towards understanding the math, and in particular, the statistics that physicists use to discover it. But before diving into that math, we'd first better figure out what exactly this thing is that has been discovered. So without further ado, it's time to introduce the main character in our drama, the Higgs boson. What exactly is a Higgs boson? The short answer is that it's a kind of clustering in something called the Higgs field. But unless you're a particle physicist, that really doesn't make much sense. So let's just say that a Higgs boson is the until now hypothetical particle that in a roundabout way causes all of the other fundamental particles, including things that we know and love like electrons, protons, and neutrons, to have the property that we call mass. And since we and most things we interact with in the world are made from bazillions of these electrons, protons, and neutrons, the discovery of the Higgs boson means that we now potentially understand why stuff like panda bears, people, and planets have mass. In other words, the discovery of the Higgs boson opens the door to a better understanding of the universe. Despite how impressive this all sounds, you still might very rightly be wondering why there has been so much hype. I mean, lots of amazing discoveries are made every year, but few receive this kind of fanfare. So what's the deal? Well, one reason for the hoopla is that physicists have been searching for this particle and the associated Higgs field for decades. Thousands and thousands of people's careers have been spent looking for it. And all of those folks are quite understandably really excited to have finally found it. More importantly, though, this discovery of a Higgs-like particle, so-called because we can't yet say with certainty if this is a normal Higgs or something more exotic, means that the puzzle slowly being assembled to understand the universe has jumped leaps and bounds closer towards completion. Don't get me wrong, there's still a lot to be discovered. For example, physicists know that the so-called standard model, which predicts the existence of a Higgs particle, can't actually be the final answer. Instead, there must be a yet deeper underlying theory, of which the much-publicized string theory is one possibility, that encompasses the standard model, gravity, and a lot more. The discovery of the Higgs particle is undeniably exciting, though, because it's the first step in putting the rest of this puzzle together. And in my mind, at least, that means that its discovery is very deserving of this party. Speaking of its discovery, how exactly did it happen? And getting back to our main topic, what math was behind it all? Well, to understand the math, we need to understand the method. And to understand the method, we need to understand how a particle accelerator, like the Large Hadron Collider where the Higgs was discovered, works. Particle accelerators are amazingly complex machines designed to carry out an extremely simple task. 
get two particles moving incredibly fast and then smash them head-on into each other. Although this might just sound destructive, it's actually surprisingly useful because what comes out of these collisions is usually different than what goes into them. And sometimes what comes out is a Higgs boson. So we just have to take some pictures of these Higgs bosons, collect our Nobel Prizes, and be done, right? Sadly, no. We can't simply photograph a Higgs particle. Instead, we have to wait for it to break up into other particles that we can detect. When that happens, we see a certain signature that lets us know that a Higgs boson was recently there. Okay, so we just have to take a picture at this point and then we're done, right? Again, sadly, no, because there are many other things that can happen inside a particle accelerator that have very similar signatures. Which means that it's difficult to figure out whether or not a detected Higgs boson signature is actually from a Higgs or something else that's far less interesting. This problem of untangling authentic Higgs boson signatures from all the other noise is precisely the point at which math enters the story. And while this is a difficult problem, when we combine gads of particle accelerator collisions with a dash of statistics and some heroic work by scientists, it's a problem that has been solved. In fact, physicists can now say with 99.9999% confidence, which is pretty confident, that the Higgs signal they've pulled out of the noise is really there, and that a Higgs-like particle therefore really exists. So how exactly did they do it? Well, unfortunately, we're out of time for today. So the conclusion to the story of how statistics help find the Higgs boson will have to wait until next time. In the meantime, keep an eye out for more details about the Higgs discovery over the next few weeks from my QDT colleague, Everyday Einstein. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd greatly appreciate your ratings and reviews on the iTunes podcast store. All of the QDT hosts are having a friendly little contest right now to see who can gently encourage their listeners to rate and review their show on iTunes the most. I'm just a few new ratings or reviews from being in the lead right now, so whether you're a brand new or longtime listener, if you haven't yet rated or reviewed the podcast on iTunes, please consider doing so now and helping me pull ahead. Thanks in advance for your support. And while you're there, please remember to subscribe to the podcast and ensure that you'll never miss a new Math Dude episode. Also, if you're looking for more math fun, please become a fan of The Math Dude on Facebook, where you'll find lots of great stuff, including the ever-popular math puzzles. That's at facebook.com slash themathdude. If you're on Twitter, please follow me there, too, at twitter.com slash jasonmarshall. And if you haven't done so already, please consider picking up a copy of my book, The Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Guide to Algebra. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with the Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Tips to Make Math Easier. Thanks for listening, math fans.